A very warm welcome, one and all, to episode 48 of Near Perfect Pitch. We are ever getting closer to uh, the half century uh, of the podcast, and I'm looking forward to doing something a little bit out of the ordinary in the next couple of weeks to celebrate uh, episode 50. Uh, This programme, in case you're wondering, is brought to you by Tom Hingley and the Marks and Spencer's Chocolate Finger Wafer. Join the dots and you'll suss that uh, Tom is our uh, featured interviewee. Uh, of the week, and he'll be talking all things uh, that pertain to his wonderful solo career since uh, having uh, left the Inspiral Carpets. Very, very interesting chat with Tom. That is coming up at the end of the programme, as is the norm for our interviews. Uh, the regular features are indeed regular this week. Uh, weekly Peel, Cover Me, Essential Wax, We've got our... Uh, Tinter Web Time, got a nifty little hat trick for you that's got a, a semblance of a theme running throughout, and uh, a load of uh, great songs, as is uh, always the case, and I don't take credit for that, I just pick them and play them, uh, and some new releases, and I'll touch upon them for you right now, shall I? Uh, a new release by uh, Telescopes, they've got a new EP out, and uh, it's entitled uh, As Light Return, and playing a track off that. Uh, Jad Fair has a new record out, In Cahoots with Tennis Coats, and... Uh, Norman Blake uh, from uh, Teenage Fan Club. But also got a new release, why is it? Oh yes, new stuff uh, from Manchester's The G.O.D. Superb, can be playing uh, a track uh, called Mad, Bad and Dangerous to Know. We'll, uh, we'll stay in Manchester, shall we? Uh, and we'll play a song by uh, a wonderful outfit called Buzzcocks.
Elastica with Blue. Um, before I go any further, uh, the headphones here have only got uh, one channel working and I'm really out of sorts here, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm playing with a handicap, if you like, and uh, it's amazing the difference between having uh, stereo and just monaural through one ear and how it can throw you. Any road, uh, that was Blue uh, by Elastica from their debut uh, self-titled LP from 1995. And if you uh, really want to split hairs, it was their only record because The Menace, which came out uh, five years later on the same uh, label, Deceptive, was really a, a mishmash of uh, stuff that they'd like to have recorded, demos, outtakes, and really isn't an album proper. Truth be told, and before that, of course, Buzzcocks from 1979, Harmony in My Head, and that's uh, their ninth single of many, many, many. Um, some new releases that I've failed to mention that uh, we will be hearing, actually one is uh, By the Big Moon, and you're going to be hearing that after this next song, which is uh, reasonably new. Uh, you know, if you know me, how, uh, how much esteem I hold uh, wire in. Uh, their LP entitled... Um, Changes Become Us came out in uh, 2013, I think it was three LPs ago, uh, and I particularly love, 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 love this album track, Reinvent Your Second Wheel. Without a history 
That is uh, The Big Moon, and that is brand new stuff from their uh, only and uh, debut LP, entitled, as I fumble for it, what is it? What's it called? I don't even know what it's called. Oh yeah, Love in the Fourth Dimension. Crikey, I've listened to it so many times, I haven't even took the time, energy, or or given them the courtesy to remember the name of their LP. Anyway, it's a great little album, and that song is very indicative of uh, the kind of music that they deliver. I've played some in the past, so you should be well aware of how they do sound, and specifically, that being they, is The Big Moon. Reinvent Your Second Wheel, Wire, from 2013's Changes Become Us. Uh, just did uh, a little bit of calculations, and that's their 13th record, 13th of 16 LPs. Colin Newman is a genius, in uh, my humble opinion. Very much looking forward to seeing uh, him in Montreal in uh, a couple of months' time. That has uh, been on my calendar for a long, long time. How many songs we've played so far? We had some Buzzcocks, some Elastica, uh, we've had some Wire, some Big Moon. Now it's time for some Super Furry Animals. <laughs> Spent some times in stormy weather Under clouds of my dilemma Now there's nothing much to do Thank you. 
majority
that's the telescopes, isn't it? And that is off uh, their brand new EP entitled uh, As Light Return. And that's a song called You Can't Reach What You Hunger. If you're interested in uh, the, tele- the telescopes material uh, who have uh, resurfaced after that rather wonderful career uh, on creation and uh, having an intermittent uh, comeback, they are sort of back in earnest, as it were. Uh, and you can uh, find most of their stuff at uh, the telescopes bandcamp.com and before uh, we heard the telescopes we heard by request uh, the band don't give a fuck by uh, super furry animals which features a wonderful uh, steely dan sample uh, from their tune uh, showbiz kids uh, and the sample of course is you know they don't give a fuck about anybody else uh, and that is repeated i think 50 times uh, in the regular single version um, a lot a lot of f words uh, but in this case, you know, it's a sample, so it's uh, apropos, isn't it? Anyway, the song itself is, is about a, a footballer, who uh, a notorious footballer at that, uh, called Robin Friday, who uh, plied his trade at uh, Reading, and most notably Cardiff. Uh, and in the record notes, uh, as written by uh, Paolo Hewitt, um, he uh, and actually <laughs> Giggsy uh, from uh, from Oasis, uh, Robin Friday was a nonconformist and lived every second of his life with an intensity that burned for all to see. Friday not only flicked V signs at goalies who stood no chance against his prowess, but he flicked V signs at anyone who tried to tame him. He was the superstar of the suburbs, the one who made George Best look like a lightweight. Wow, that's high praise, isn't it? Anyway, uh, if you do want a request, you can always reach out to me at nearperfectpitch@gmail.com. You can email me about anything. Not just requests. Don't forget that uh, nearperfectpitch.com is uh, the main uh, portal whereby you can uh, then click all the links and uh, get an update on the Magic Biscuit Tin, see what uh, all the interviewees are uh, choosing as their bicky of choice, uh, and you can get all the links to iTunes, Google Play, uh, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, and uh, through the URL here at CKCU Studios in Ottawa, Canada at Carlton University. What's up next? Oh yes, some 18-wheeler.
unmistakable stereo lab and that is ping pong that's a single from 1994 on their own geophonic ultra high frequency discs record label and that was preceded by 18 wheeler who are no more that was uh, a single called stay which uh, was their 10th and second last single taken from their last and third LP, uh, entitled Year Zero. That's the name of the LP. The song was called Stay. And before that, we heard uh, the telescopes. And uh, in the show notes, as I always do, any poignant URLs I will uh, line list for you. So uh, the telescopes.bandcamp.com will be in the uh, the articulate show notes that I uh, go to extreme lengths to uh, provide uh, for every programme. And uh, if, you, if you're a sort of a, a novice in terms of listening to the programme, um, what I like to do is uh, line list every song I play, uh, and if there's any URLs that uh, are uh, pertinent, i.e. Uh, it might be a band camp or a pledge uh, page where you can get this band's material, I will provide that for you. Uh, and, or anything I might deem interesting will always be in the show notes. All the hashtags, names of the songs, all that stuff. All the stuff that I hate uh, for... for what applies to what you call normal radio, whereby you can just hear songs and no one goes into any detail about what you've heard and uh, half the time you're lucky uh, to even uh, get a mention as to the songs that have been played. So I like to do things differently. And if it's a bit too verbose, well, you can't please everybody, can you? I'd rather have it this way than not. Um, Next, it's time for our weekly Peel feature. Uh, And this instance, uh, we are going back all the way to 1980. (laughs) 
G.O.D. Brand new stuff. Mad, bad and dangerous to know. Now, the G.O.D. Uh, I've had them on the show, haven't I? I've interviewed uh, Chris, who uh, it's his band, but uh, Simon Wollstonecroft, who I've also interviewed, um, used to be the drummer with The Fall. And uh, Chris himself used to uh, be uh, all that is essentially dub sex at the turn of uh, the 19, uh, uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s, rather. Uh, and this is their s- uh, second single under the guise of uh, the G.O.D. It comes in uh, CD format if you are lucky enough to get your hands on it. I got uh, number three of the entire run, which I'm rather happy about. Thank you very much, guys, for uh, for giving me some of the earlier ones. Um, so uh, I played, I think a couple of weeks ago, or it might have been last week, played uh, the other track of uh, this two-track. I played uh, Goodbye. Uh, if you want to find out anything and everything that pertains to the band, I suggest the Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash the G.O.D.M.C.R. Uh, for Manchester. Uh, and that uh, will keep you thoroughly up to date uh, as to all the goings-on in the world of the G.O.D. And before we heard the G.O.D. with uh, Mad, Bad and Dangerous to Know, we heard The Cure. That was our uh, weekly Peel track this week, going back to March 1980. And a rather nice version, a Peel session version, six minutes plus of A Forest. Up next, I'd like to hear some editors, wouldn't you?
Ride Charm Assault off the new record, which is frankly fantastic. I uh, encourage you all to get your hands on uh, Weather Diaries. And uh, that's the second track off the LP. And uh, one of the two singles, although they're not releasing singles nowadays, but uh, teased tracks in sequence. Uh, And again, that was uh, one of 11 tracks off this LP. And that was Charm Assault. That was preceded by uh, the editors. Oh, sorry, not the editors. Editors without the the. uh, And a song called The Law of their fifth and most recent LP, 2015's uh, In Dream. And uh, the more... uh, well, if you're a shoegazy type cat, you would have recognised uh, the telling vocals there of uh, Rachel Goswell of uh, Slow Dive and uh, most recently uh, Mind of Victories on uh, backing vocals on that particular track. And that's preceded by, as I've gone into detail, uh, the G.O.D. with uh, Mad, Bad and Dangerous to Know. I've harped on quite a bit about this uh, band from Liverpool called The Real Society and I'm trying to get them on the programme and uh, I will not rest until I do. wanted to play a single... Uh, another track that uh, I don't think I've played, but uh, I'd love to share with you. It's a single from uh, 2016 entitled Self-Realisation.
Records from 1992. That's adorable. And uh, a song entitled I'll Be Your Saint. It uh, appears on uh, the US version of the debut uh, long player uh, Against Perfection, but not on the uh, creation pressing. So you'd have to have the single if you were uh, buying your records in the UK. Any Road Up. That was adorable. And it was adorable, wasn't it? Uh, Pete Fidge uh, from Adorable has uh, been collaborating of late, as you, you will know if you listen to the programme, with uh, Terry Bickers, uh, ex uh, House of Love guitarist and uh, ex uh, frontman and founder of uh, the band Levitation uh, post House of Love split. Any Road, they had just had a Kickstarter campaign for a new record that is going to be uh, out in the next uh, little while, I'm hoping, uh, entitled We Are Millionaires. Uh, anything and everything that pertains to uh, to Pete and Terry, their website is peteffidgeterrybickers.com. That's Pete, F-I-J, Terry Bickers with a C-K, dot com. And that will keep you abreast of all things uh, that are coming out of the world of Pete Fidge, Terry Bickers and their collaboration. And the last record was frankly fantastic and I've got mega, mega high hopes for this one to be uh, as good, if not better. And prior to hearing Adorable, we heard uh, The Real Society from Liverpool, a single from 2016, available on Delta Sonic Records. And you can uh, source their material at deltasonicrecords.co.uk slash artists slash the hyphen vril, that's V-R-Y-L-L hyphen society. And their Facebook page is facebook.com slash the vril society. Are about uh, 14 songs through, something like that. Uh, and uh, I think it's now time for our weekly cover version. So here's some Death in Vegas doing uh, the beat. 
Tinto Out Time, kids. Um, before we get into Tinto Out Time this week, let's tell you what you just heard, shall we? As I try and listen to myself in my uh, one-channel headphones here, which is still throwing me for a loop. Um, we heard Japan from uh, their third of five studio LPs from 1979, specifically from uh, Quiet Life. That was an LP track entitled Halloween, and an absolute beauty it was too. Uh, that was preceded by our cover version of the week. And this uh, particular instance, we were doing a, a cover of The Beats, Twist and Crawl, as done by the wonderful Death in Vegas from their WLP entitled Dead Elvis on Concrete Records uh, from 1997. And uh, Twist and Crawl, Twist and Crawl twist and crawl. Um, so it is Tinterweb time and Tinterweb time is just a little foray into the wonderful uh, World Wide Web that uh, was invented by, uh, what's his face, um, Al Gore, isn't it? He's his claim to fame. Yeah, thank you Al for, uh, for saving us all. Anyway, right, uh, this particular week I'm looking at a website that is uh, entitled The New Vinyl Villain, with uh, new being in parentheses. And what this site really spends an awful lot of time doing um, is coming up with albums that never were. So what they do is they come up with imaginary albums that uh, the uh, the host of the site comes up with and then there's general commentary. So for instance, as I randomly click down uh, the sidebar here, I stumble upon Gene. So here's an imaginary compilation album, uh, number 15, by Gene. So they go into great detail as to why they choose the particular track's concerns. So side A, You'll Never Walk Again, from the difficult third album, Revelations, released in March 1999. Then three paragraphs to qualify that particular song be my light be my guide being the second one that they're offering here i could go on and on and on but uh, the bands are very diverse ranging from uh, as i'm just scrolling through here from half man half biscuit to uh, the go-betweens who i believe i played last week queens of the stone age the streets julian coke magazine billy bragg new order the fall heard of them the fall uh any road um so that's where we're at and i think that's a, a nice little site for you to get your uh, your head around when you've got a few a few minutes on your hands the new vinyl villain all one word dot com spend some time there and whittle away the hours uh, and if you really care you can uh, you can create your own or you can uh, be scathing in your commentary or complimentary depending on uh, what you agree with and what you don't but uh, it's, it's a nice little project actually and uh, not something i'd want to spend my personal time on but uh, it's nice to take advantage of it and, and just read. And what I, what I did discover by uh, going through a couple, specifically Pete Wiley and the Charlatans, was uh, songs that uh, I hadn't completely forgotten, but I was re-reminded of and said, oh, yeah, that was, that's a beauty, that. So uh, it might help you with a bit of revisitation as well. Any road, where are we at right now? Oh, yes, it's time for some Aztec camera.
quite wonderful Aztec camera and that is uh, the first song of our Essential Wax it's our uh, feature up here the week this week is Aztec Camera's Knife released on Sire Records in 1984 second of uh, six studio LPs was Knife uh, a record that uh, really made a lot of waves actually the, the first the first record that uh, Roddy did record uh, as uh, Aztec Camera uh, Highland uh, Hard Rain uh, met with a lot of critical acclaim but this record really pushed him over the edge he uh, first started recording uh, back when he was 16 uh, and aligned himself uh, quite nicely with Edwin Collins uh, uh, with his postcard records back in the day uh, when Edwin himself was only 21 and Roddy was uh, only 16 Roddy for this particular record uh, was only 20 when it uh, was released and it reached number 14 in uh, the charts proper and uh, very uh, notably and uh, importantly this record was produced by Mark Knopfler yes Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits and uh, that I think did uh, contribute to it being uh, noticed probably more than it might uh, normally not have been if you know what I'm saying uh, it did rather well because Warner did put a lot of money behind uh, promoting this record uh, video wise and uh, and there was an awful lot of touring to support this record so the next song the second song and last song of the record that I'm playing for you in an attempt to entice you to buy it if you don't already own it is a beauty and it's entitled still on fire
This train stop on Merseyside. Phenomenal tune by the wonderful Amsterdam. Amsterdam is uh, a band that is the brainchild of Ian Prowse. Ian Prowse used to be the front man of uh, another wonderful outfit uh, entitled Pele in, uh, in the 80s and 90s. And uh, this particular song, I think second only to uh, Teenage Kicks, was uh, Mr Peel's favourite track. And I adore this song, not just because of uh, the lyrics uh, and the song itself, but the sentiment it pervades, especially if you're a Liverpool fan or have got uh, ties to Merseyside. And uh, one of the B-sides of of the single is uh, entirely Scouse, uh, entitled uh, God Bless Pete Wiley, and I concur. Again, Amsterdam, does this train stop on Merseyside? And that's on uh, Beat Crazy Records, uh, beatcrazy.co.uk, if you want to uh, follow what uh, what Ian's up to and has been up to of late. And uh, before that, we heard the last, well, the second uh, song of the feature LP of the week, or Essential Wax this week, being Aztec Camera's Knife from 1984. And we heard uh, one of two, only two singles taken off the record. We heard uh, Still on Fire, which was accompanied by a rather nice video as well. I seem to remember that I haven't seen for uh, decades. Doesn't that sound odd when you say decades instead of years? Um, Neon Waltz, you hear me talk about them a lot and I've played a lot of their material and I adore them. This is the song that uh, started uh, all the fuss way back when in uh, 2014.
see again now my hurricanes brought down this ocean rain it me again my ships a sail can you hear its tender frame screaming from beneath the waves screaming from beneath the waves all hands on deck at dawn sailing to sadder shores your port in my heavy storms harbors the Blackest thoughts I'm at sea again Now your hurricane Brought down the
sure there haven't been many songs written that are better than that, in my humble opinion. That's uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. Of course it's Echo and the Bunnymen. And that is the title track of their fourth LP, their fourth studio LP. Uh, and a Desert Island disc at that, Ocean Rain. What an absolutely gorgeous tune and just playing it because it needs to be played every now and again. And uh, if you don't own Ocean Rain, oh my goodness, you really, really should. Uh, and before we heard the wonderful Ian McCulloch, Will Sargent and the boys, we heard Neon Waltz, a single from 2014, Bearwood Isles. Facebook.com slash Neon Waltz. Follow them and don't miss a trick and I'll keep you abreast of all things Neon Waltz. Got some new stuff coming uh, if my postman is... Uh, efficient enough i'll have uh, some new stuff uh, or some stuff i haven't played thus far on on the show uh, next week with a bit of luck uh, up next we're going to be hearing from a band called the ramona flowers named after a character from uh, a film that i will articulate uh, later on um, i'm hoping to have a chat with these uh, lads this week and uh, they could well be the feature interview next week any Road, they have an album out called uh, Part-Time Spies, released in uh, autumn last year, their only LP to date, uh, and I'm going to be playing a song from it, entitled Dirty World.
that's the Ramona flowers. Dirty World lead track off their uh, WLP entitled uh, Part-Time Spies. Hoping to get them on the programme, as I have uh, mentioned just a few moments ago. Um, Ramona Victoria Rami Flowers, fictitious character from uh, the uh, film that was adapted from the book slash comic, I think, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So that's where they get their name from. They have a new single actually called If You Remember, which I will play. Uh, just trying to sort of save it in reserve in case I do manage to align the interview and I'll play it next week. If uh, I'll play it next week regardless, I think, whether or not I'm chatting with them or not. And uh, the Ramona Flowers Music.com is uh, the best place to keep track. You can sign up there and get your uh, email updates and uh, not miss a trick that pertains to uh, the Ramona Flowers. Next, it's the time of the programme when it's uh, time to put your feet up, make a sandwich, stick the kettle on, do what you want. Three in a row, it's time for a hat trick. And the hat trick this week has got a theme of hollow running all the way through it.
Looking down upon the bed Suspended by a silver thread I'm breathing From the feeling I had to be sure When you know that you've felt this before It's a long road Long, long lay It's a long road Long journey home Trying to see poetry Within the shifting imagery of me Try
Well, there's your hollow hat trick, boys and girls. I'll go through it in detail in reverse order. That was uh, The House of Love from their fourth LP, 1993's An Audience with the Mind, and uh, a song called Hollow, preceded by from Leeds, uh, from their third LP, their debut LP on a major label, BMG. Uh, the record concerned Cresta, the year 1990, and the song Pantera Rosa. And again, that's uh, The Hollow Men, and the first song in uh, the uh, that trick, Hollow Man, by uh, Cooler Shaker. Uh, that's part one. It's, uh, it's a two-part and it's a 20-minute track if you want to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end. From 1996's debut long player, K. That uh, is uh, Cooler Shaker, Hollow Man, and uh, fronted by Crispian Mills, who incidentally is the son of Hayley Mills, in case you have a scrap of interest in the matter. And before that, we heard the Ramona Flowers preceded by Echo and the Mighty Bunny Men. Uh, it's now time for our obligatory fall R track of the week. So without uh, any further ado... Yeah. 
house martins isn't that nice and chipper there are people who grin themselves to death and uh, it's nice to play some house martins every now and again probably not the best band to follow uh, the fall with but uh, i'm running out of time and i've got songs to get to and um, you know me it's a one-man show and i i haven't got uh, that ability to uh, to project i play things in a certain order and it most of them are not seems to work out. Any road up, that was, uh, as I said, uh, the people who grin themselves to death. And uh, wonderful lyrics by Paul Heaton, as ever. Uh, and uh, the obligatory fall art track this week was uh, No Bulbs 3, uh, of course, by The Fall. Um, it appears on their seventh LP, The Wonderful and Frightening World of The Fall, uh, that came out in 1984, uh, as a part of extra tracks on CDs and uh, cassette versions and extended uh, packaging. Uh, not on the LP itself, because it came out on an EP the same year called uh, Call for Escape Route. That's where you get uh, all the versions of uh, No Bulbs. Does that make sense? I hope so. Any road, that's our uh, obligatory fall, our track of the week, obligation fulfilled. Next, it's time to uh, hear uh, one more song before we get into uh, the chit-chat with Tom Hingley. Uh, And again, I must uh, mention to you that uh, Tom was just about to go on stage about half an hour before kick-off and uh, it was rather, rather noisy. So the interview, uh, you'll be able to uh, decipher. It's it's not completely incomprehensible. In fact, it's not incomprehensible at all. There's just a lot of background noise. Uh, But uh, Tom and I are going to try and uh, align a second leg of this particular venture so we can uh, fill in the gaps. Any any road. Here's uh, Bookshop Casanova from uh, their second last single, actually, The Clientele, uh, off their uh, fifth LP. God save the clientele, or clientele, depending on, uh, you know, your pronunciation. Uh, There's a new LP slated uh, for September, incidentally, if you're a fan, called Music for the Age of Miracles, which I'm uh, thoroughly looking forward to. Anyway, here is uh, the clientele, sounds a bit more highbrow, doesn't it, Uh, with uh, Bookshop Casanova.
can speak with more or less Children on the pave My divide would help me through my day This bar of cigarettes For which my heart will leap and it will laugh I said to you, my friend I hope that I'm afraid I can't repay the best song ever written about the homeless that is uh, Inspiral Carpets a song that I dance my legs down to its knees their knees rather uh, on numerous occasions an absolute belter 1989 their third single for a bit of context Tom the front man of Inspiral Carpets uh, if legend is to be, be believed rather um, uh, he beat a certain Noel Gallagher to the punch who ended up uh, being a roadie uh, for the band, which is well documented, but I'm not sure if those uh, folkloric references are indeed uh, credible. It's nice to it's nice to imagine, though, isn't it? Um, so, Tom Hingley, wonderful chap, uh, very educated uh, individual who, uh, through through uh, happenstance, became the frontman of uh, of Inspiral Carpets. However, Tom doesn't want to talk about that chapter, which is completely understandable. And I wanted to play the track just purely for contextual reasons to. Uh, 
you know, join the dots because some of you uh, don't, don't know the Inspiral Carpets and some of you don't know Tom and, and uh, some have a bit of both. Any road, uh, Tom has uh, a lot of work to his credit since, uh, since 2000. Um, he has six solo albums under his belt as Tom Hingley. Uh, with the Tom Hingley band, uh, there's one uh, one release, uh, no peace for the good looking, uh, with Tom Hingley and the Lovers. Uh, we're going to hear a song from uh, the third release uh, from uh, Tom Hingley and the Lovers from the Abbot of the Enemy uh, LP from uh, 2004. He has one EP, one single, and two albums under that guise again under Tom Hingley and the Lovers. With too much Texas, this is uh, old old stuff uh, prior to uh, the Inspirals. Uh, there's a, a Flexi from 1986 which some of you might be lucky enough to have Hurry On Down, a single on Ugly Man which uh, was uh, a limited force uh, and Juvenilia which was uh, a revisitation of, of material that came out in uh, in 2006 um, Personally, for me uh, I really, really did like uh, the LP um, Keep Britain uh, Untidy a fantastic, a fantastic record However, that being said uh, I really, really loved and still do to this day uh, Tom's second uh, LP uh, entitled Soulfire, and uh, there is a, a story behind it in that uh, you know leaving a band or being forced out of a band uh, can uh, be handled in numerous different ways, of course, depending on your temperament. Well, Tom was uh, a little bit down at the time, and uh, rumor has it, legend has it, that uh, Damon Goff, uh, aka uh, Badly Drawn Boy. Uh, had a quiet word with him and told him to go with his gut, which is a rather sage advice. Anyway, he uh, he came back uh, with a vengeance with this record, which which I deem fantastic. And uh, there was one single which I'm going to be playing for you, pulled off the record, called Happiness. But on the record itself, uh, he's helped by uh, Jimmy Goodwin uh, of, uh, of Dubs, uh, Denise Johnson, who added wonderful, wonderful vocals to a lot of uh, Primal Scream uh, uh, material. Um, and also... Uh, there's other contributions, especially in the writing capacity, by uh, by Jem Kelly of uh, of the Load Seaters, uh, and Tom is still working with, with them, as I understand it, uh, currently. So that's a little bit of a uh, an overview. But uh, Tom is going to fill in the gaps himself quite nicely uh, himself in the interview. But uh, for now, let's have a listen to Happiness. I gave myself away. I learned my lesson well And yes, you broke the spell And yes, those days were long Cause his last return so strong Too much pony Americana Burger, pizza, taco, bell So I gave myself to shame And she made my madness same Too much in the hall. 
of his second solo LP entitled Soul Fire. It's now over to Pseudo Me and Tom, and I'll be back uh, after the interview uh, to wrap things up. Hello. Hi, Tom. It's Dara. Can you hear me? Yeah, how are you? You all right? I'm not bad at all. I'm not bad at all. I'm, I'm assuming that you're uh, getting ready to go on in about half an hour. That is quite correct, yes. Yes, well... There's a bit noisy in the background. Oh, that's not a worry at all. T- time is of the essence, though, because I know that you don't want to to pin this to thirty minutes and have nothing, uh, no time in between uh, now and getting on stage. So, first of all, yeah, first of, but, but first of all, Tom, happy birthday! Thank you very much, sir. Well, it's uh, it's. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a milestone. You, you passed the milestone a little while ago. Um, I just attained that half century a little while ago. It's quite, it's quite a milestone, and it, and it really. I think it. I think it categorically dates us, doesn't it? I'm having difficulty hearing you. I'm afraid, sir. Oh. It's uh, a bit of a problem. Because when I say that again, I'm listening real close. So. No, no worries. I was just saying that uh, you attained the big five zero milestone a little bit uh, a bit before I did. I just passed it, and I was just saying that uh, it categorically. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. It's funny because my four-year-old daughter Mabel was really excited about that my birthday today. Uh, but I'm not at home. I'm, I'm doing the gig in King's Glen, so I'm not actually at home today. And um, I talked to her on FaceTime earlier. But it's funny because like I should be negative because it's basically different too. But I, I need I need reading glasses. I can't hear anymore. <laughs> quite, getting quite distracted. 
<laughs> well, well, you are not alone. I've just been prescribed trifocal. So, I mean, uh, if, that, if, if my misery can make you feel better, then, then so be it. Well, let's just... Oh, no worries. It's nice to be speaking to you. It's nice to be speaking to you as well. <laughs> well, let, let's just talk, let's talk about you just do, in terms of uh, your work rate. I, I think it would be... Uh, uh, fair to say that you're the antithesis of complacent. You, uh, you you don't really stand still for too long, do you? Well, I've been doing 150 gigs for the last 17 years. I do like big little gigs on my own. Uh, but the gigs are good. little three-piece band for the Tom Higley band. We play like we play like original stuff. And then I've got a band that plays style cards, stuff with guitar pets. So I do about 150 gigs a year. Yeah. I've been doing that for the last 17 years. So like. I've got two acoustic guitars, and they look like Thomas Mahal's guitars. We've got Fred with holes and stuff, and <laughs> played so much. We've got about, got about 1,300 gigs, you know, they're really, like me. Well, that's a, that's a testament to a decent craftsmanship, that's for sure. I, I know that you're immensely busy, and, and what, we, what, what the aim is with this chat is to... Uh, obviously, um, those that know you, we're going to try and uh, we're going to try and uh, provide them with some pearls, some extra pearls of wisdom from you in terms of what they might not know, and also to introduce you to those, of course, who don't know you from Adam, and, and unfortunately, there will be some of those. Um, so we're not we're not we're not going to talk about the inspirals, but what I'd like to do is is just try and get um, from you a brief overview of the outfits that you have, well, you've formed over the years, starting with, of course your solo career, then there's the Tom Hingley band, then there's the Carpets, of course, uh, and then there was, uh, then there's the the Lovers as well. So, in, as if it was an elevator pitch, as they say, could you give us a one-liner for each band so that we can differentiate them in terms of what they deliver? I'm sorry to hear you very clearly, and I'm really sorry about that. So say the last thing again. Not at all, Tom. I was just saying, I was just saying that you know, you've got a, you've got a, a series of guises in terms of your uh, your bands, being it the, the solo band, the, the Tom Hingley band, the Carpets, and uh, and the Lovers. If you were to provide an elevator pitch for each band, what would be the one liner for, for instance, the Tom Hingley band? What would be the one liner for the uh, for the Carpets? Well, the Tom Ingley band is like a three-piece sort of pretty heavy electric blues band. It's a bit like Kind of Man or something like that. We're doing an album uh, which will be out next year called I Love My Job. Yeah. And it's a really good album, really proud of it. I've been working on that for three years. The Carpets are kind of inspired by a tribute band. Yeah. And the Lovers were an industry in the Manapic Smith's band called The Extricators. Uh, Brick Smith's band, The Extricators, are a really mild band that just hasn't got me as a keyboard player in it. But, yeah. Uh, but we've we together for 12 years, uh, got Paul and Steve Hanley to the fallen and um, but that's not going anymore. But you know, so I've been in a lot of different bands and each band's been slightly different. I think I've had the solo acoustic career, which is different again. I mean, I just compensated with work for the last four years. I think the past four years I started off singing in church. Yeah. Not religious. But um, yeah, I've been singing in church for a lot. I, I sang church and I got into punk bands. Then, uh, and she got to the car all of a sudden I've been doing these bands for the last sort of uh, been playing in these bands for the last sort of 15 odd years obviously I've kind of sadly kind of fell out of these wild carpets I'm not really on speaking terms with them but I have a lot of bands it's certainly not all one person's fault the other person's fault it's like half a dozen of the other do you know what I mean well let's Let's be honest. It, it, you know, the Inspirers have ran. It's ran its course, and, and it was it was quite a ride. I, I know that for a fact. But uh, 
you, you've, you've moved on. And uh, to follow your career, um, I, I don't mean to be flippant, Tom, but it's been very, very difficult to follow your career by virtue of your, um, I don't know, your, bre your breadth of participation, for want of a better expression. You, you, you're very, very busy. Um, and Wikipedia does a reasonably good job of trying to nail you down, but I'm sure that there are lots of omissions there that uh, would probably join the dots a little bit better. I was just saying that I was just saying that Wikipedia do a fairly decent job of of of, of uh, sequentially line listing your career, but I'm sure that there are some uh, significant omissions that that, that uh, would join the dots a little bit better. It's just really difficult because I just basically work as a musician and I manage myself and I make a living out of it. For anyone who's an actor or someone makes pottery or someone who paints or someone who's a poet or somebody furniture, it's extraordinarily difficult because you just have to work all the time. Yeah. And so it's very, it's impossible really to have a big corporate successful career. And I, I don't really want one as long as I can make a living. Yes. As long as I can, Yeah, well, that that's that seems yeah. Well, that seems very very abundantly uh, clear by virtue of uh, your output and you, your relentless touring. Could could you could you touch upon this? Because I know a lot of people might not be familiar with your love of the blues. Could you could you could you let us know how you fell in love with the blues and who your major influences are? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the gospel, the gospel element. Well, there's the same stuff about singing in a Presbyterian chapel in South Wales and Valleys. It's a good preparation for singing kind of soul and blues. And I think you should always sing blues music as if you're in church. You should always sing soul music as if you're in church. If you do that, you kind of emotionally connect with people. You'll always be successful if you, you know, if you, if you do that. I think. No, I, I agree, and you can you can learn a lot from gospel delivery, can't you? 
Now, now I know that you're pressed for time, um, but um, could could you tell us more about about the new single? Let's talk about the new track. Nobody said because it's a, it's 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 a gem, and I've, I've I've played it on the show already. Could you tell us a bit more about that and what's uh, more to come? You like it. Of course, I loved it. If I've played it to death, it's fantastic. Yeah. I just wish there was more than one song. Yeah, what it is is that when we were growing up, I mean, I've written a book called Carpet Birds. Yeah. Like a memoir, and it goes through my life. But when we were young, we grew up in Oxfordshire. So I'm not from Old or Manchester or the North. We grew up in Oxfordshire. Yeah. One of our mates was a guy called Wilson, and he was like a drummer in the local band. And about three years ago, he contacted me and said he had a track he wanted me to sing on. So this track is the track that he wanted me to sing on. So it's like the fruit of the collaboration between me and Sky Will Racing. And he, he's written a lot of music for adverts in America and stuff like that. He's a lot of music for TV and stuff. So he just sent us the track and I sang on it. And that's what that is. Right. I, I put it on. I released my 1999 album, Keep It Untidy. It's nobody said it's an extra track on the reissue. Uh, release of uh, Keep It and Untidy. Oh, so, okay, you know, okay, I didn't track know. All on its own, you know. It's track on its own, you know. There's another track I've been working on as well with some friends with um, a friend, Jan Kelly, from Liverpool, and he was in an 80s band called The Lotus Eaters. Oh. First picture of you, and I've done a track with him with The Lotus Eaters. Uh, so it's a track who love the lights, so I'll send that to you as well. Oh, that's fantastic. You're working with... You're working with... Well, this is wonderful to know because 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 before the, the the track itself really stands out as being uh, very much on its own, and, and I mean that in, in the nicest possible way. Um, so that you've explained that quite readily, whereby it, it stands on its own for for good reason. Um, so so we've got some stuff to look forward to with 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 uh, with you and some of the uh, the the the, uh, the the lotus eaters and and. Do, do you foresee uh, an, uh, any more full lengths for the other renditions of the band, or is it too early to tell? It's too early to say. I mean, at the moment, my next release is my release this year. So I'm doing an album with Tommy Dick called The Look Like Show. Okay. I'm doing a live DVD and we break as far as album songs. Lovely. Uh, and I'm doing an acoustic album. So all that stuff is other projects that I'm working on. I'm just always working on projects all the time, basically. Um, I just work on five different things all the time at the same time and I, you know like with my acoustic albums we sell two or three thousand copies for them physically and digitally and the fans have sold a thousand records so I'm not so I'm you know so I just I just make music to be a blessing get to see three by thousand the people I do that success and I don't worry about being massive yes. I don't worry about doing music that I think it's good and that's all that all that bothers me is that doing music that's good well, that certainly that certainly comes through, and that this isn't even mentioning, of course, your uh, part-time brewing career, does it? Tom, I was just saying uh, you're you're also further busyfied by your uh, part-time brewing career with uh, brewing your bitter. Yeah, well, I just got these two breweries: one in Northamptonshire, one in Montgomeryshire, one in Wales, one that's a stout, one that's a bitter. If they're not vegan, the beer, so I think you need to find, I need to find the breweries and do some kind of stuff. It's a packy and make sure that it's actually vegan. Right. My wife is vegetarian and she can't drink my beer, so <laughs> the beer doesn't actually have to have this right in it, it can be vegan. So, right. in the future, we'll probably get the acting out to have albumin in it as well, so it can be vegan. So, I think there might be a lager as well. Lovely. A carpet lager, like a, a, a Tom Hinkley lager out there, maybe. I don't know. 
Well, you're certainly uh, you're certainly appealing to very niche markets when it comes to your boutique beers. I also live in your world. I'm married to a vegetarian too, so I share your pain and joy depending on how you look at it. Um, Tom, I, I know I know that you've got to get on stage in a few minutes, and, it, and to be truthful, it is incredibly busy and difficult to hear you. Um, I've, I've got. To, I've, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well, Tom. Perhaps, perhaps we could uh, we could reconvene and, 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 and you know have a, have a part two interview in, in a few weeks. Um, to, to of course we can. I'm sure we can. Yeah. That'd be lovely. And, but just have, for playing the track, I really appreciate. Well, no, it's my pleasure. I've just got one last question for you, Tom, and, and it seems as if I'm being flippant, but I don't intend to be. Uh, uh, I ask every artist this question, and it's amazing how many of them are stumped by it. Um, it's just a simple question. Right. Hypothetically, you're around my place, you've just played a gig in Ottawa, uh, I've put the kettle on, you've got a nice hot uh, cup of tea in your hand, and I come round with the magic biscuit tin, and I say, Tom, you can have any biscuit on God's green earth. Name your biscuit. Well, they don't make them anymore, but they used to do these masters. Uh, chocolate finger biscuits, which were square, which they don't, which were wafer biscuits, which they don't earn more, but they were really nice. I know the ones you mean. Those, I'd have those. Okay, so. They're little square chocolate finger biscuits, but they're ace. I think I know the ones you mean. Uh, so just. Well, well, we'll see about that. You've now presented me with, with a quest. You, you, you've dropped the gauntlet, so I'm going to go and try and find these biscuits. I've created a spreadsheet and an infographic. I'll be sending you that by email just for fun. I'll also be sending you a link uh, in the next. I'll be sending you a link with uh, a link to the podcast, obviously when it's up and running. So uh, I'll be in touch in the next few days. Very good. Listen, have, have a great gig. Thanks very much. My pleasure. Talk to you. Talk to you soon, Tom. Yeah. Cheers. Bye, Tom. Bye, bye. Well, I do hope you managed to enjoy that interview, despite uh, the sound quality being. Uh, off to say the least and that uh, wasn't anybody's fault it was just circumstantial and um, Tom just couldn't get to a place whereby he could uh, get a bit of solace but uh, very very interesting goings on in the world uh, of Tom Engley and especially with the, the the new single that I played on last week's program uh, stay tuned of course uh, anything that uh, pertains to Tom I'll be I'll be following his career as I always have done with great interest and in playing uh, new stuff as it uh, as it appears um, one more song to get to and I did say that I'll be playing something off uh, ABBA are the enemy uh, from uh, 2004 that is uh, temperamental Jimmy by Tom Hingley and the lovers so this is the last song that I'll be playing uh, that pertains to Tom the last show that we're playing uh, this this episode episode 48 enjoy this one this is uh, again temperamental Jimmy <laughs>
That's a wrap, as they say. Thanks so much for listening to episode 48 of A Near Perfect Pitch. My thanks to uh, Tom Hingley, and my thanks to the Marks & Spencer Chocolate Finger Wafer, and my thanks to you for listening. Thank you very, very much. And as I always say, at some point during the programme, please do share the love, nearperfectpitch.com. If you do like what you hear, share it with all and sundry. Please, please, please. You have impeccable music taste. God bless you, and I'll be back next week. Ciao.